0: Welcome back to the JMS Podcast! Our break is over, and I am back in the hot seat. I got great guests lined up, and today's guest to break off the second season of the JMS Podcast is a very talented artist by the name of Tulio Flores. Tulio Flores, I heard from him from our previous guest, Francisco Ramirez. He recommended him, and I checked out his stuff, and I was like, whoa, yes, I want this guy on here. And sure enough, I sent him a message, and he responded back, and boom! Before I knew it, he was sitting across to me, and we were talking about art. I had a great conversation, and I found out that the way he approaches art is not all that different from the way I approach writing. It takes a bit of um, improvisation at the same time, some sense of visualization, and uh, I found it so intriguing. And I hope all of you listening are also intrigued first time listener if you hear my name is jorge martin sanchez that's what the jms podcast stands for and uh yeah i am excited i am excited because i am back i missed this i really did i didn't think i would i was like you know what i could take a good break from a podcast it's been over a year about a week past i was like all right all right i'm a little stressed out i feel like i should be doing something i feel like i should be talking to somebody yeah, and I hope the guests don't mind that come in. That I, I In some selfish ways, I use them for inspiration for my own things. So, yeah, but it's all in good fun. It's really all in good fun. Uh, you can follow the JMS Podcast on Facebook. Just search for JMS Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter. Heck, if you have a question for me, you can email me at at jmspodcastgmail.com. And yes, we do have a website jmspodcast.com, I can't say it enough, can't not say it enough, um, an interesting thing happened to me recently, that made me realize I am very insecure about letting people check me out, uh, something about the idea of someone taking the time to really evaluate me and make a judgment feels like an, feels like I'm emotionally crucifying myself, it's like oh my god, what are they thinking about me? And all it took for me to realize this was a petite woman to make... Uh, let, me, let me explain. You see, I'm a film student at San Jose State University, and I'm taking a TV studio class. And although I've already had plenty of experience in the TV studio, uh, I already knew my way around the equipment fairly well. So pretty much for this assignment, the professor had me be a talent and make a like mock talk show... So the rest of the class can, you know, switch over the the, uh, the system in the studio, and for like three minutes I played host to this mock TV show. To be my guest was this very talented colleague of mine. Her name is Joe Marie, she's a brilliant filmmaker. And Joe Marie, she's very petite, and and she is hilarious, she is really funny. Anyway, so we're there, we we got three cameras pointing at us. And the students are inside the studio and, they're all, and pretty much we're, we're ready to roll. And just on the right of the camera in front of me is a big widescreen television that provides a live feed to the program. So I could see in real time what shots and what editing the students in the studio are making. And that's when I saw myself on camera and god I hate being in front of a camera. A mirror would lie to you and as you take a breath you say okay I'm not too bad looking. I still look human. But when you see yourself in front of a camera and I just see this thick blob of brown and black hair, even worse, what I've noticed was how far wide my knees were. I was manspreading so much. If you don't know what manspreading is, manspreading is pretty much where uh, you, when you sit down, you open your legs so far apart that you're pretty much taking over space where other people can't sit. A, lo- a lot of people find it disturbing. Uh, I understand why it can be very inconvenient. I, I, I look at myself at the TV screen and I comment to Jo Marie. I was like, hey, you know, look how far, look, look how I'm manspreading. Oh, my God, I didn't even realize how much i man manspread. And Joe Marie found it hilarious. So she says, why don't we just talk about manspreading for the sake of the assignment? I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. It's pretty brilliant. So I was like, all right, let's do that. So here was the plan. I was going to act like a TV news personality with manspreading expert Joe Marie to comment on the epidemic of manspreading and to make it really funny we thought we should play it straight to the camera and before you knew it bars and tones and we got the feed to the TV indicating that the studio was ready to record and there we go Uh, inside the studio they say lights camera action the music and the title come up and the floor director gives me the signal to start talking. And sure enough, I play it straight. I said, hello, welcome back. And today's guest, we have man-spreading expert, Joe Marie. Joe Marie, what can you say about this epidemic? And Joe Marie goes on and she's in the joke, right? And we're just joking. And I could hear through the earpiece laughter from the studio. I was like, all right, the class is totally in on it. And we continue our banter. And then the floor director gives me the signal to wrap up the show. So I decide to throw a curveball to Jo Marie. Let's see how good her improv skills were. So I say, "We must wrap up here, Jo Marie." But one, one last question: Am I manspreading right now? And I and I sat there, looking at the camera, and I was waiting for Jo Marie's response. But then it was, not, nothing was there. There was no response. There was an awkward silence. And I look over at Jo Marie, and she is looking at my crotch. She must have taken my question seriously and found herself analyzing my crotch and then it hit me. I just made poor Marie stare into my crotch on TV. Oh shit. I just stood silent and I just looked at her looking at my crotch and before you knew it I burst out laughing. I got out of character. The floor director is going nuts. He's like cut the show, cut the show. I no longer hear laughter in the studio. Oh my god, the director must be dumbfounded at the image of a petite woman looking to the crotch of a big rhino of a man. But that experience alone made me realize that to be in the receiving end of, of being checked out, I did not feel good. So that happened. Anyway, let's uh let's carry on to our show now. And uh, let's go see, check out our talk with Tulio Flores. It's like you know, the Mexican filmmaker uh, Inerato, the guy that made Birdman oh, uh, yeah. and The Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that voice of that of that growling, yeah, <laughs> uh, sense of 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 wisdom, oh, thanks, of, of
1: of creative stuff. <laughs> so I'm gonna play that today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna emulate him. Today. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be him today.
0: Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm I'm glad that you're here. I, I think it's awesome. I, I've looked at your stuff. And I, I am impressed how versatile you are. Because you don't do just paintings. You also do like sculpture installments. Yep. And stuff like that. Uh, so, let's start from the beginning. Alright. What What got you into... Not just art, but to the point where you're like, you know what? I want to do this as a living.
1: Um, so, I'll, I always like love art since I was a kid. My mother... My mom is an artist. Um, she's really crafty. She's really like, she get recycle and she make it. She she used to make a lot of good stuff. Now she's not really into art anymore. But in the past, she used to do classes. She used to be like really into anything is related with art. So I grew up with the, that kind of sense of art. Art can be in anything. My mom, I remember my mom used to collect these branches and. And pine cones and all you know stuff that is dead and I remember to make like a beautiful arrangement and the table for Christmas and I remember used to make the wreath around with just weird stuff and I was like whoa that's pretty freaking amazing I want to do that when I grow up right but living in them in living in Mexico is really restrictive for you
0: what part of Mexico
1: I'm from Nayarit, Mexico Nayarit. yeah um, the, from the coast, so I'm right. like literally like and, ten minutes, and, ten and t-
0: it's it's pretty notorious place, right?
1: Yeah, it's pretty notorious place. I'm really literally, f- f- uh, I would say, forty minutes away from Puerto Vallarta. Yeah, so I went. Well, let me tell you this, my childhood. So, oh. <laughs> I I want to go to uh, jump to college, but uh, <laughs> um, so I grew up with that. I grew up in the water. I grew up in nature. I love mother nature. I love the water. I love, you know the the, the colorful stuff uh, there is r- surrounded when I was a kid like you know the flowers, the birds, the, the, just everything is so colorful because it's kind of like a jungle looking kind of place mm-hmm. because I live like pretty much like 10 minutes away from the water. So I grew up with tons of uh, culture, tons of color, tons of art. My mom like I say, when I was growing up, I never thought that I was gonna do this art because I just, you know, first of all, Mexico is really restricted, especially I'm from a small town called Las, Las Varas, which is this really tiny, it's not tiny, but it's like, I would say like, I don't know, it's just half, like a really good town, but it's like not that big, anyway. Um, so it's not like
0: a pueblo. It's, it's a un pueblo, it's yeah. It's a pueblo, okay. Yeah, it's
1: a pueblo, but it, it's like close mine. A little bit, Close so, minded. so I'm just like you know I don't want to do art because you know everybody's gonna think whatever they think because there's a lot of machismo so I couldn't do art for any reason.
0: Was it because art wasn't respected? Yeah, as, it's not respected as a ses- as a sense of craftsmanship or as a career. It,
1: it, both, both. Yeah, it's not. It's not. You and art is your pretty much Brock or you, or you gay
0: <laughs> well, it's an interesting notion because uh, in Mexico where there's so much art it is and not just art in a sense of of painting but so much art in the food mm-hmm. so much art in the culture and the dresses that it baffles me how much art is taken for granted in certain parts of Mexico
1: oh my god there's so many like you go you go and see art in Mexico and it's just like why you're here you should be somewhere in New York because your art is so f- freaking amazing it's beautiful it's just full full of life and i don't see it here and you don't say it's just yeah. like like why so that's why i didn't do it and also because i was a teenager so i didn't care much about it so i just wanna you know i went to college and party and which you know, college did you go to i went to uh i went to puerto Article uh it was a college called Conaleb so it was like a technical school it was it was a really ex- good experience uh and then I opened my, my brother and i we opened a restaurant in Mexico so right. i stay stay with him when I was sixteen so at the age of eighteen you know working with family didn't work out so I was like
0: yeah. it's always tough
1: yeah what I kind of restaurant like, was it it was a American restaurant my brother used to work here oh so and he, then he he opened a, a restaurant here in the United States no in mexico in Mexico yeah, but it's American food. I got it. So yeah. he
0: came here to the United States, kind of saw what kind of food they were making, and brought it to and Mexico. He
1: came back to Mexico. And did that work out for him? It worked out for him. Yeah? Uh, it was really, we were like the, the number one restaurant. Yeah. But I left because that didn't work out for me because, you know, like I said, working with family is not It's not the best thing.
0: And at this time, you're going to college at the same no, time?
1: No, I, I already finished college.
0: What were you studying in college?
1: I was studying tourism. Tourism? Yeah.
0: Okay. So you, that's kind of the feud. You're, you're like, you know what? I don't want to get into art. My mom's into that. But yeah. tourism, I can make some money there.
1: Yeah, because it's like hotels. Right. Like I'm right there on the water. Like so, hospitality yeah. and all that it stuff. It was, you don't make no money with that. <laughs> 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 Pretty much you start yourself. Right. Yeah. So I decide, you know, I might go to uh, to uh, um, to university. So I finished that. But that was a technical school. So it was like. I need to do more classes, so at the time I got a five with my brother. It was just all messed up, so I have to like move come come here, so I came illegally, you know it was yeah. like all like everything in mexico it was uh, it's just go over there it yeah. was it was uh it was a challenge i was I was nineteen Actually, I was like turning nineteen i was yeah. and I came by myself.
0: Oh my like god! Like a little
1: freaking kid, like how? I, did, I hope,
0: I hope it wasn't too much of a struggle. I mean, oh, it was. It was. Oh, it was. Uh, what kind of? I would re- oh, <laughs> going to go into what, what kind of journey are we talking about here, though? It's bad.
1: It was bad. W- walking through the desert. Walking to no, actually, it was in the car. Oh, small trunk. But I was that that time. I was a hundred and twenty-four twenty pounds that so yeah. was a really tiny guy yeah. on the fucking trunk
0: if if, if only the, co- the coyotes charge you per pound that, that
1: was that was bad but that was uh, I'm glad Talk, knock wood. yeah that you're here down here cause yeah. um, so that happened you know and some, somehow I have like a big old angel or somebody's looking out for me because I mean I was a kid I mean who I mean who who leave your country and, and just come I mean there's a lot of Kids, they do the same thing. But I was like, I'm just gonna go. I don't know. I don't care. I'm just gonna go see what happens.
0: Now, can I ask? Out of all places to go, what attracted you to come to the United States My, as a choice?
1: Uh, because it's closer. Because it's here. Because it's money. Because uh, success and uh, success. Uh, you can be successful here. Mm-hmm. And I see everybody come to Mexico, you know, like big old Norteños. It was like, yeah. oh my God, these people have money. I want to have money. I want to have that truck. I want to have, and, and I always love money. So I was right. like, <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I totally get it. And I was <laughs> like, I- I need to go over there. Okay, it's funny over there. They Got say it. they they sweep the the money with the with the broom. Let's yeah. see if that that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you find anybody sweeping the money? <laughs> no, well, <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> was there like a
0: sense of disappointment upon arriving? No, no. It was actually um,
1: that was the best thing that happened to me coming to this country. Okay, because I I honestly I bought my house when I was 20, 24. Wow, my first house. What line of work did you get into once you got here? I got I used to uh do machine shop. So I was like I was in the sense I was like, I gotta make money, I am going to make money, I gotta gonna work make money, I going to make money. So I was making a lot of overtime, a lot of like uh-huh. uh you know, that part that party, like I just wanna work, 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 work and I make a decent money, so I just put a down payment for a house and and then now now I'm a citizen. Yay. Good,
0: good. <laughs> so uh, it, it took me a long time to yeah.
1: be to be here, but I'm a citizen now and uh and it's it, I look back and now talking about it it's yeah. like coming all memories coming back but it's good talk about it um, and I'm not embarrassed about it what's I a mean, good memory that it's a great about? memory and uh is there a specific moment that oh what's my good, uh, good memory yeah a oh, bad memory good memory good let's start with a good memory well the good memory was uh, I remember coming here and it's like you you, you see the border right you see like you can see the like poor and right. really bad and then you go to so the next to uh, jump the fence and you see houses are clean the streets are cleaner so I remember coming coming out from the from the trunk right? right the guy opened the trunk and I come out and it's like and I look around and I was like whoa I the first thing I saw a restaurant I was like oh my god this is so amazing <laughs> it's, like, it's like a different planet right totally yeah. like you see like day and night it's like wow this is this is something else, dude. I'm glad that I'm here. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good good memory. The, another good memory with these people that I was staying after I passed. After I, you know, crossed that, that uh, border. Um, that was like this family took me, took me uh, for a week while I was supposed to fly to San Jose because all my sister live here. Too my, two my sister. Oh, so you you had family here, already yeah, I have family here, and. Um, this 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 family took me like nourishing me like like I was part of their I mean I was like I say I was a kid they All were right. like of course they're gonna be like we'll take care of you we'll, we'll, we'll was like and I remember uh, for me to reward what they were doing to uh, for me I did I sweep I do laundry I took back the grass i like I wash the trucks I mean like I want to make sure that that I'm doing my job. I don't wanna just leave it for free. So they they love you so much, it's like they like they're like you can stay. I like, nah, I gotta go to Jose. <laughs> they didn't want you to go. No, no, they were like, Yeah I, just stay. It's like, no, yeah. I'm too close to the to the border. I don't yeah. wanna yeah, yeah, yeah. Chula Vista is like right there. Chula, like. My, my my friend lives in Chula Vista. Yeah, so yeah, right yeah. right there, I was like I can see a lot of freaking helicopter <laughs> helicopters and like I see a lot of like big guy and I was like hell no <laughs> dude I was born in this
0: country and I went to visit my friend San Diego in uh-huh. Chula Vista and in his backyard he, just, he has a big backyard but you could see the border you could see Tijuana yeah and, he, and like like you said night and day I could see just the, the condense of urban yeah houses over there and I get nervous you know I was yeah. like, my, but he's like dude you're American citizen you were born here I was like I know but just being this close to the border it's kind of
1: I'm a little nervous yeah it is yeah, <laughs> yeah it is it is it's weird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So then you make the travel so, 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 I,
1: so I came to San Jose uh, and, uh, and I was lost. I was like, I was 19, lost, trying to find myself, trying to, you know, to create something for myself. I work a lot and I, you know, and then I, I was like, well, and I started drinking. I was like, no, I don't like, I don't want to drink. I want to do something for my life. So I was like, I want to start painting so I'll just like start as for me as like releasing my stress on paintings and I if you see my paintings before you would be like what the hell is this <laughs> it was bad dude it was was it? it was bad because I have I have no uh formal training formal training yeah. so I'm just doing it because I and I love to like uh I love to go to gallery at the time I didn't go but I can see magazines and I see uh the color I see the you know, the, 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 the brush, uh, the, the strokes, I can see all the So I studied like a little bit of the art, like the art piece. And I say, okay, so they probably use char over here. They use black over here. They use a splash over here. So I study a little bit somebody else artwork. Right. So I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I can totally do that. So I started doing that on my own. And then I started, you know, taking books and I, like study of the books, like how I can use colors? Like I use, um, but I just learned everything on my own. But did you feel like you applied what you seen your mother doing? Yeah. Pretty your, much, yeah. pretty much. But that was like a. So that was just experimenting at that yeah. time, and I didn't know what was mixed media. I didn't know what's color, uh, watercolor, oils. I had no idea what it was. I just go with the flow. So I discovered. Um, Discover uh, oil. So I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. So mm-hmm. I start doing it and I start getting better and better and better now I still struggle this little a little bit because um, Because I can see I can do better and perfectionist. So I can do a, I can see I can do a way much better what I'm doing right now So I'm like get frustrated I'm like oh my god, what the hell I'm doing? I can do that better than That one over there or that one over there. So it's like I get like compared to my to myself, right? Right. Not to everybody else, to myself, and say I can do that better. So I get frustrated, but, but I can get. Like the more I practice, and the better I get, so I start doing paintings, and then I was like, all right, that's good, but I was like, something else is missing. So I start. Uh, I I sold my house, my condominium, bought a house, and now I have space, right? So I have like garage, and I can make I make my studio there. It was just like nice. So I always wanted to experiment with welding. It was like, I want to experiment with welding. How old were you at this time? I was, so the transition was, I started 19. I didn't do anything, um, like big, only painting, painting, painting. When I was, I will say 20, hold on. So it was uh, like around 30. When I was thirty, I, I started getting uh, more when you were thirty. Yeah. So I, yeah, you I look know. so young. Oh. I thought you were thirty right now. No, I'm forty.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. About ten years ago then. Yeah, you, yeah, you ten started years taking ago. Serious. So
1: forty when I was thirty, I was just getting seriously because I was like, Oh, okay. So I had my first show uh, at work San Jose. That's why I devoted myself to this gallery because that's my first show. They like literally they took me and they 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 uh, they believed in me to say we have this place you're gonna do this thing this is your room do whatever you want so i did my first show and i was it was pretty good it was like oh my god so but i never thought that i was an artist i was like ah, i'll just do it for fun i'm not an artist right i'm just doing it for fun so it took me five years to believe for myself that i was like i was i'm an artist uh-huh. and then i have another show and then more and more and more and more and more now i'm like I do all kind of stuff. It's <laughs> great. Yeah, I'm doing uh, sculptures, paintings, art installations. I love, to, uh, I love to create. Like, I'm really into fashion, fashion, but in the sense like I'm not doing it. I just do the background, like a, like set design, and you know, like I see a model, and I say, you need this, you need that, you need to take. So I pretty much an art director,
0: right? Like a set director,
1: set director, and I, I love it as a matter of fact we're doing a before I forget we're doing a show April 18 it's gonna be uh, called Circuit Heart it's gonna be huge it's like really like event design over the top uh, fashion art music dance uh, poetry it's just everything combined in one place and this this place uh, um, the company called Seal Design and this building is like all like all warehouse you mm-hmm. go inside you see the the cranes you see the uh, the mechanism industrial like r- rusty looking kind of place and and then you have the light it's just amazing
0: you have to see it have you ever considered theater
1: set directing I don't, I don't oh. know I never okay I just go with the flow, go with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> so you see we see where uh, life takes you right? yeah, yeah so it's pretty much and I, I I haven't, since I remember, since I started working on my art, I haven't, I, I don't remember forcing myself to do something. You know, when I see, when I, when I feel forced to do something, I walk away. Yeah. Because it's not me. That's why I like to do commission work. Mm-hmm. Commission work, you're pretty much doing somebody else's ideas, not your idea. Right. And it takes so much from you because you're trying to please somebody else, not yourself. And it totally get you. And it's just, it's frustrating. It's, It takes me longer, uh, it just feels not right yeah. for me. So I, I decide not to do commission work. I, I just did a commission work actually for one of my friends. But I told her, like I do not want to do commission work and I want to do whatever I want. If mm. you like it good, if you don't like it, I'll take that piece. But I'm just gonna do whatever I want. With your sense, a little bit of your sense, but not all the way right and she was good she loved the piece it was she really liked the piece actually she started crying i was like oh wow okay so, so she started crying right because she's a i make a heart i don't know if you saw on facebook but it's a it's a heart and it has a bunch of cables and the cables has uh you know the mexican uh the mexican heart and in the bottom is a piece of wood so it's like all metal and, and it's like dripping it's, it's really dramatic it has nails on the on the heart, and it has nails. In the back has clock, the 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 grains of clock, uh, clock in the back. So it's just like cables coming inside. So it's like really industrial, steampunky, Mexican. Anything that you want to think about it, and she came and looked at it, and she's like, just like crying, like, oh my god. Hopefully, hopefully you like it.
0: <laughs> I think that's the beautiful thing about art. Is, yeah, is, is the emotions that people can drive yeah by looking at it you know it's like yesterday i went to a a poetry gathering and a guy played a piano piece like small simple piano i cried like i I didn't full-on cry but like i like tears ran down my face nobody else did but for me that little piece of music touched something in me yeah you know you know like could be something subconsciously i don't know but that but all right i get that too sometimes i look at a painting i'm like wow this makes me feel something you, you get it yeah 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 and I'm gonna get maybe the message the artist is trying to make you know
1: but something attracts you exactly yeah that's exactly uh, that's exactly why I don't like when I do when I do my pieces I don't want just people to say oh it's pretty mm. I hate that I hate what people say oh it's pretty I want you to hate it like with passion and I want you to love it with passion I can relate it to so much I don't do
0: art but like when I write yeah when someone says they like my writing I get right. nervous I was like why, why the why do you like my writing what's wrong with you like you should see flaws here yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't don't blow blow you know yeah fake you know superficial shit at me Just tell me the truth <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah and we, we say you don't like you work slow in commission work Writing, I'm the same way. It's like, oh, really? if people tell me, oh, you should write this idea or, you know, for example, I did a commercial for somebody. I won't say their names, but, but it's like, it's not my idea. Yeah. And then collaborating with them was a little difficult. So it's like, it took me longer and became more of a chore. Yeah. As opposed to when I write my own screenplays, so it's like, I like this
1: yeah. story. I want to write it. And I, yeah.
0: boom, boom, boom.
1: And it's easier. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally get it. Totally, totally get it. Because yeah, I'm the same way hate doing commission work, hate it yeah. with passion. <laughs> but in this case she loved it. Oh she loved it. Yeah. yeah. And not mostly mostly all the pieces that I've been doing, the commission pieces, because they love it because I put so much energy on it. Because thinking it back in my head is like like they have to freaking love it. Like love it with passion. I don't wanna disappoint it. And it's like I do my art and I put it in a s like a uh, like a frame, right? But when not have to do a commission work it has to be this frame because I have to like impress now mm-hmm. it's weird it's like even though I'm doing it for my own still I need to impress them right. when I do art for the public I don't to impress anybody I just impress myself there's but no like client. It. It's not client it's no client It just my client is the public and they can interpret whatever they want right but this one specific client <laughs> they're buying a piece for me so they I, they have to be like 100% sure that they love it
0: now it's interesting when you start painting, you improvise because, like you said, you had no formal training or school, mm-hmm. which I find amazing. And then you say you started w- welding. Yeah, started welding sculptures. Yeah. Did you approach it the same way as painting, where it's like, all right, let's see where this goes. This looks really interesting.
1: It's uh, start experimenting. Well, this the same approach that I have for, for everything. It's like it's the same thing. It's like painting. I started an idea. I start sketching, and I sketched and I was like, I liked. Actually, no. Now you, now you're telling me, sculptures mm. is different. Yeah. Sculptures is more like, um, for example, for example, I'm working in these mannequins right now, and I'm shopping half of the of the mannequin. So it's like half of the body is off, and the other one I want to make a um, a deer or a horse or a goat body. Just the bottom is gonna be. A big ol, a big ol um, animal right. thing, and then you have the torso, which is the the human torso, and then you have the head. It can be a bird, it can be a cow, it can be anything. So I'm try, I love experimenting with different, with the ecosystem, right? So it's like you have human, you have animal, you have something else on top. I like that. I like the either it can be a flower on the head, it can be anything. I like to experiment that. When I do sculptures, I work, like pretty much the work has to speak to me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I start like doing, so I have like tons of materials in the in the floor. And I say, dad speak to me, dad speak to me, and I boom, 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 Welded, weld it, weld it, weld it, weld it, put it all together and come back. And it's like, oh, wow, I don't like that. And I shop and I do it, uh, another form. Uh, paintings, paintings, I go, and I do sketch everything sometimes, and I know what I'm going to do, but paintings take me a long time because it's more tedious. It's Mm -hmm. more like brush and brush and brush and brush, and you have to take more time on it. Sculptures is fast because for me it's fast. Right. Because I go, weld everything, put everything that I need to go, and then I just put a coat, whatever, and I do. it's like so much easier for me. And for all other people that are, sculptures take forever. Mm. For me, take it's, like, it's easier. But like I say, I go, I go with the flow. All right. Like I, I don't sketch. I just have an idea in my head and I just put it on it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty weird. <laughs> so you, you, going back a little bit, you got into it.
0: People start recognizing your work. Mm-hmm. At what point did you feel like, okay, wow, uh, I have some sense of of a good direction I'm
1: going yeah. here. Yeah. Like when. <sighs> You know, Content Magazine? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was in Content Magazine. So, they, after they, my work, it was publicized that. I was like, it was like, three years, four years ago? Four years ago. After I, my work, publicized on that, my, so, I, I, people didn't know me. People didn't know about me. Like, I will say, everything started coming out, like, really strong. Like, we will say, five years ago, four years ago. Like before that, nobody know me. So I was in the in the content magazine. From that moment, from the content magazine, like a lot of gigs start coming. A lot of people start recognizing me. A lot of people start following me around. A lot of people just like, and that's what I started believing in myself. Like, oh my God, this is, this is freaking awesome. I like this. Mm-hmm. I want this. I want to do it. I want to push it more. And just people start, you know, um, Start following me and people start asking me like hey you want to be part of this show you want to be collaborating with these you want to come and do the the magazine you want to you know a lot of people start asking me oh this is fun and like i say i didn't plan anything it just happened it just like i went with the flow i just gonna let whatever is happen it's gonna let it go i'm just gonna go with the flow i'm not forcing it i'm not pushing it i'm just i'm just doing it so it's just yeah it's, it's so So
0: do you feel like the pressure you had in the first five years is the same pressure you have now
1: No, it's more pressure now No, yeah. there's
0: more sense of responsibility now
1: it's more uh, sense because now people look at me before I was here now I'm here right. so I have to go up here so right now I'm right here but I was like I need to go over there for me to go over there I have to impress more people I have to like be more refined be more um we are outside the box. Yeah. think uh different like everybody else, which is I I think I'm doing it cuz mm-hmm. I I love to be weird on my not on my persona more on my art. Like I like to be challenged. Challenge.
0: Yeah.
1: I like the sense of um I can use my ethnicity like can I can be can be a real Mexican like the colorful the you know, the the, the sense of of Mexico, but you cannot see the Mexico because you have modern art, you have, Hmm. it's just, I use everything. And I think a lot of the artists, I think my personal opinion, I think just concentrate one thing. And I don't, I just do so many things. And everything, everything that I do is related to one thing. But I do so many things, but everything you can see it is is all together. Mm. So
0: now you mentioned your ethnicity. How how much do you utilize your ethnic background in your work?
1: Uh, I would say for thirty percent. Thirty percent. Yeah, you can see thirty percent. I will say because it's colorful. That's the only thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Berto
0: Vallarta is known for its colorful. Yeah. Uh, so buildings and such.
1: Yeah. So, but I don't. I don't do Aztecs. I don't do Mayas. I don't do the typical uh, Mexican art. I don't i like it but what I is love typical
0: it. mexican art it's so
1: diverse
0: i feel like it, it, it it's hard to really pinpoint i mean i think there's stereotypes yeah i, th- I think there's the the Aztecs. i think there's you know the but, but, that's that's but, but I, yeah. feel,
1: I i feel once you go to mexico it's not there it's not even they're not even do it over there
0: right yeah you know if anything the the culture and the art are different regional sure. as is the food
1: yeah know but here like you say you're mexican artist, right and they right away everybody think like oh he does Hmm. aztecs or whatever you know and i was like no i don't do that you just go check my web my website check my facebook and it's totally different i mean i get it i love that kind of art love it to watch it to look at it but not to do it and i and I, i appreciate that
0: and do you find it's important to have universal appeal
1: yeah, because I I have different different uh, different backgrounds, different people, different ethnicity, right. different cultures. They all lie because I do everything and anything.
0: It's like it's like you don't want to be known as Tulio Mexican artist. You yeah. want to be known as
1: Tulio the artist. Tulio the artist. Tulio the artist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to plaque. I want just like Tulio the artist, and this is my art, mm-hmm. pretty much. And people like it, dude. People follow me. Like I would say, like it's like I say, I go with the flow. And I was like, I post something small, and right. I was like, toon, 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 toon. Like I was like, damn, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's funny because it's like, damn, I just, I just, just did that one like two hours ago. It's like, yeah, people like follow. Like I say, it's it's. I'm going with the flow. I, I don't know how to expect anymore. I was like. Yeah. whatever so, happened happened so out of all this how did you even get into
0: a set design for photo phot- photography okay
1: so so the magazine right the content magazine uh, so one of my f- they are like this couple are the owner of the the party that i'm telling you the the they are gal um they are show that i'm telling you in april mm-hmm. so these owners the owner of this this company saw my work on uh, content magazine, right? And their work's kind of similar, like really avant-garde, like a fashion, kind of up there, you know, outside the box kind of looking art. And they, they saw that on, on my, uh, excuse me. They saw on my on the magazine is like, we need these guys. That was the first year they did the secret Heart. So he asked one of my friends, I didn't know that they knew each other. He has one of my friends. If if he knew me, I was like, do you know this guy? I was like, yeah, yeah, I know this guy. like, I really want him to be part of this show. And I was like, and he called me and said, hey dude, you know, this is a show, if you want to be part of it. And I was like, hell yeah, I want to be part of it. And he told me about it. But, I never digest that. So I was like, well, just, I'm going to give you a number and everything. You, you, you contact this guy. So, we ended up, and I call this guy and I say, hey, uh, my name is blah, blah, blah. It's like, I really, uh, you know, Patrick, gave me your number. So I really want to check your warehouse. So see, because I, they want me to do an art installation. So like, I just want to check it out. So anyways, long short story, I came to the warehouse. The warehouse is like, my playground is so goals. Like right away, I fell in love with the warehouse. Like, oh my God, I want to live here now. Mm. I want to work here now. So anyway, we became friends and these guys do a magazine uh bridal magazine for san francisco and they love my work so i was like hey you want to be part of the set design i love your work and i everything you do it's just it's just pretty good so you want to try this i was like sure why not so i try it and i impressed and then it's like you want to try another one so this is my f- fifth magazine that, yeah. I d- that i did so it's like i can say. <laughs> Yeah. it's not forced it just happened yeah, yeah I, I think it's great that you're given that freedom yeah it's, just, it, it, it's so great cause it's just if, if I force it I think it's not gonna happen right you know what I'm saying it's just right. like whatever this is what it is <laughs> this is what I have fuck it oh
0: okay. uh, let's um
1: talk a bit about your inspirations what are some inspirations that you derive uh inspirations I love could say mother nature I love uh, color I love I love culture I love you know and I I have a. I hate when uh, how how messed up we're getting our you know ecosystem and world because it's so much contamination is so much it's uh, so much disgusting going on around uh, wars and all stuff so I'm trying I use a lot of recycle in my work. Like not my paintings, but like in my sculptures and everything, that, everything that else that I do except um, paintings, I use a lot of recycle. Mm. So I tried, this is my part of, of, of my- of Just like your mother, mother, right? Yeah, pretty much, Like just yeah. like my mother. So I see pieces around and I was like, I want that, I want that, I want that, I want that. So I put it all together and I just create a piece of art. But I just, whatever is dead, whatever it is, um, Rusty, whatever it is just—you think this like, what are you gonna do with that? Or well, don't worry about it. Something's gonna happen. Right. And I collect. I have a collection. I'm a hoarder, organized hoarder. I do a lot of, <laughs> yeah, I, I am bad.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And, but I just I collect. So I, what inspired me? Inspired me. To do good for this world. If I die tomorrow, I'll die happy unless I did something for this world and I did something for myself. So it inspired me to do something good, and create something something that people like it, and people will buy it, the piece of piece of art. And for me, that's rewarding, and that it feel good about about me and about doing some pedacito de arena, mm-hmm. you know, for this world. And it's just so messed up, and so messed up. This this time, uh, the world is just dying. Right, It's dying, and just like. My inspiration is that it's like, I don't want to be part of the rest of, I want to do something good about it. Mm. So that's why I use a lot of recycling and it's inspiring me to do when I see, like I said, when I see a piece of garbage, people will see as a garbage, I see as a piece of art. And I just like, I can use that. And it feel good. It feel good that I rescued that to go to landfill, to go to some uh, fish and fish will die. And somebody will eat it, contaminate it. So I write, to get a piece, put an art, somebody's having it in their house. Okay, the yeah. fish bones. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Make something out <laughs> of So it's the, the ecosystem, but it's all going ecosystem, and I stop there, get the garbage, and put it somewhere else.
0: <laughs> now, did you always see th- things that way? Or was there a moment where you're like- I always see, uh, always since see. I was a kid, yeah. I,
1: I remember even when I was in my hometown, I remember, I always pick garbage always like my mom is really good about it like my mom was like clean you know like take care of animals like she's really nerd nursery like uh-huh. yeah. W- what line of work was she in again she she's she was a teacher yeah she's uh, uh she my mom she's everything yeah she's uh <laughs> she worked for a clinic right now she's running a, a organization so there's a community center she's been working for 21 years this community center, what they do, they they get kids uh, from the street, and they uh, offer classes like computer classes, guitar, I mean, music sorry, music art, like every anything that they can be. These kids can learn, mm. and these kids are from the street, so they fit them, they nurture them, they give a class, they, you know, and they help them. It's not like orphan, foundatory, it's more like you have a place. If you don't know, if you don't have nothing to eat, right? So she's been it's like a shelter. Shelter. She's been doing it for 20 years. She's very in tune with the community. And then she's open. Uh, she's working with another ladies. I know. Oh. She's working with all ladies, working. Uh, trying to get a, a senior center as well for, okay. for uh, pretty much all older people that they're being abandoned. So it's like, mm. the other day she sent me a picture. It's like this this old guy, living on a little like this 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 room but it was made by wood and it has a a metal roof but it was like falling apart and the 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 old guy was just like laying on bed like by himself dying and my mom trying to get all these these people trying to put it on the community center and they they can raise you know they can make their own like raise their own plants make their own vegetables you know, create jobs for them, create, like, trying to do something for them so that they at the same time, at the same time, she want them to help themselves, even though they're older, but they can do something about it. Yeah. So they're raising money right now, and uh, I just raised money for her as well, doing a, an art show. So here and there, we help each other. That's so, great. Yeah, it's, my mom is, like I say, my mom is amazing. How about your father? My father passed away. Wow, oh, right, I to hear three that. Three years ago. Three years yeah. ago. My father has, just that's another thing, my father has a Parkinson's disease for almost 20, 20 years. Wow. I know. What line of work was he in? He used to be, he used to have his uh, own f- um, um, line. He used to make uh, the bricks mm-hmm. for houses. He used to make those. He used to have uh, his own business.
0: I find it fascinating that you had a great in- uh influence in both blue collar work yeah. and, uh, and artwork because yeah. those two in my opinion are very similar Yeah. you gotta treat art as not so much as talent but as a craftsmanship because yeah. that person puts so many hours to s- that work and so many of the works mm-hmm. that to me it's not so much you were born this way it's like you worked hard to be this good or yeah. you worked this hard to be this creative and I think you growing up and you got a, you got a good sense of both of those worlds
1: yeah Pretty much.
0: How about your siblings? Uh, you got a brother
1: and a sister. I got uh, I got one brother and two sisters. Two sisters. You're both yeah. younger than you? No, uh, I'm the youngest. Everybody's older. You're the baby? Yeah. Okay, everybody's the older? Everybody's uh, older.
0: Did any of them do anything creative?
1: My sister, she's a hairstylist, so that's creative. My mm-hmm. two sisters are hairstylist. Their own, they're on their own business. And my brother is in the construction co- uh, business. He owns his own company as well, but he's in Kansas. He owns his own uh, business. So my sister, my older sister, my two sisters are really crafty and they're really creative. But I'm like taking more like for my mom's size like I'm taking it to the next level. I'm right. trying just not being creative and be crafty. Mm-hmm. I want to be creative, but be recognized.
0: Now, it, it, it seems like... Uh, you have your family is pretty big in the community your mom especially Yeah. now coming here to San Jose and being introduced to the art community here in San Jose how was that for you when you first saw it? it's like hey
1: there's a group of people here that do what I do They um... it's interesting so that's a good question oh uh, I, I'm glad that's a good question yeah it's a good question because it's interesting because I um, when I, when I started doing art, right, so for me, art, I thought it was, uh, I'm going to say, it was relaxing, it was magical, it was, I mean, it is now for me because I cannot detach from everything, but it's magical, it's relaxed, everybody love each other. Like, I felt like art was like a hippie people, right? Right, bohemian almost like. Bohemian, like, like yeah. everybody love each other, like everybody help each other, like, that's what i thought uh-huh. about art right right since so like i getting that inside the inside the group the art scene it was another thing yeah you know everybody talk about it everybody talk shit about this everybody's like
0: back, pretty competitive field huh
1: backstabbing competitive oh. like it was just a lot of going on and i was like this is for real so it's like i can see that boom 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 even though all that shit was happening. I, I still help people, I still like, because I, I'm part of the gallery. So I was like, hey, come to the gallery. I can, we can create a show for you. Like, just come. And the gallery has been from 1960s so or 60s, pretty much. It's been for a long time. So I always like trying to help people in the community. Like try. I, I was thinking that was my, that was my duty. And that was, God told me to do this thing to help other people or whoever else, I mean, God or whoever's is out up there, that they told me to help these people. I was like, all right, so maybe maybe that's my that's my mission in life. I'm gonna help these people. So I was helping them. I was helping artists. I was trying to do art, the art in my house. I always like invite people around and say, hey, there's a gallery over here. They're looking for artists. But it became like it was my job, like. Always start start saying like, "Hey, how come you didn't buy me to this one? Or You didn't tell me about it. Or What the hell is? Why, why did you do this? Why?" Are you? And I was like, "Wait a minute! Trying to do good for the community, and they don't appreciate that. Yeah. Forget about it. That's it. I don't want to do these things." So, literally, it's been a year and a half that I'm like detached from everything. I'm like, I don't. I did a shows for different organizations i did uh i one sh- big show at the rotunda at uh, the city hall huge show i did, uh, did a lot of big shows and i was like but I nothing but nothing was coming back to me it's like i feel like i was giving 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 all my energy was towards, towards that at the end of like oh my god wh- how about me what's going on they don't return any f- I, mean, I don't want any favors back but at least recognize a be at least acknowledgement acknowledgement yeah didn't and I was like forget about it I don't want to do that so yeah coming coming back to the question it's just like it's really interesting how that works and how that works in the group like some groups they don't like you because whatever because you're not fine arts or groups it's just like everything it's so every everybody has a click mm-hmm. and and I don't fit in any clique because I I don't I think I don't fit but maybe I do but I just trying this this year and a half tried to figure out this is I'm gonna do it for myself all right I'm not doing anything for anybody else I'm not helping anybody else if something for example the show that I'm doing for a uh, circuit heart for a uh, shell design I'm doing it because first of all they're my friends second world is like it's a great promotional for me like these people bring a lot of like Yahoo, Google, Facebook—like a lot of people, they're they really they really want art. They just look at art and it's like, I want to buy that because they have the money. So I, I'm not saying that I'm doing it for the money, but I'm saying for the recognition.
0: Yeah, it's good for networking. For networking,
1: exactly. That's 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 the key. Mm-hmm. And um and yeah, it's it's just totally like like I say, it just took uh, a step back, and I just like I want to look around. And I want to do my art. Okay. I just want to concentrate on my art right now. Okay, but
0: yeah. do you feel like the art community here in San Jose is growing and perhaps
1: it is growing? Yeah, it is growing. I can see it. It's it's changing, and I can see. Uh, do you feel it's changing for the better? For the better, yeah. For me, I I, th- I can see that for 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 what's right. happening right now because, like I said, around I the gallery and you can see the change. Sometimes you can see it. Sometimes like go back. It's i cannot explain it it's like like you can see go 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 it's everything that the art scene is getting bigger and then somehow something happened and it goes to step back yeah sometimes sometimes well, like
0: it's pretty common thing here in san jose of uh, i think after if something's going good i think a sense of collective pessimism happens yeah when people are like why is this this is too good for san jose yeah something must be wrong here something's up like i i think uh i'm not sure about the art community necessarily but but it's like sometimes they hold themselves back which i find ironic Mm -hmm. um but i've been told that it's getting better i think i think uh social media is changing that yeah i think social media is really uh integrating a lot of different artists together yeah Yeah. has social media played a big part in your success oh
1: yeah a lot like um like I said, I got a big followers uh, on Facebook and Instagram and just like, I mean, it's not mostly, it's mostly on Facebook, not Instagram. But yeah, this pretty much changed my my way to promote myself because websites right now is not helping anymore. Yes. Like social media is the one that's just like going to take it somewhere else. And people know people and people invite people and say, come and check these artists and That's when I started, you know, the whole networking kind of thing on social media. So yeah, it helped a big part of my life, you know? I want to get a
0: little bit into your creative process. All right. How do you approach a blank canvas?
1: How I approach it? Uh, When I see it, when I see it, uh, when I see the canvas, I just, how I approach it? That's a good question. Oh, I see
0: I see or is it different is it like you're driving or doing something else and you think of an idea and then you go home and do it or is it you sit down and you think and it comes to you
1: So normally normally I I I do my normally I do my drawings right and I do I have an idea draw it and then from the from the drawing I go different canvas it can be like 20 by 30 or 40 by 40 and I go and say I want this one to be to be in that one, it's, it's long. to it could be a, a girl sitting and with the, with the foot up, or whatever, I want that. So I start, I start see the thing and I start sketching on canvas. And then sometimes I put so much and I start erasing everything. It's, it's depend, the idea that, it's depend the the drawings that I have is how I approach to the canvas. Sometimes the camera just speak to me by itself. So it's like, I don't want that, I wanna do something new and start painting something else. It's it's different because uh, when I when I like I said when I paint, it's a totally different process. I for me it's taking longer because I have to like draw and put it on the canvas, put it on the paint. Uh, I do a embroidery, so I embroider b- in canvas, so mm-hmm. I do a lot of stitching on it. Sometimes I don't use a stitching, so it's like it's it's not always the same. I approach totally different in every every situation. Um, for for sculptures it's the same thing hmm. i start one thing work 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 don't like it take that take that take that and put more stuff it's more like a, i have a piece of piece, piece of garbage pile of garbage and from that i start creating something that's different hmm. canvas drawing drawings paint paint embroidery and then finish dash. So I start from top. Normally I start from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. And mostly what I do with my paintings, I like to do, I like to do uh, kind of like a movement around my painting. So I go from a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, uh, space, a space, a space, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, space. So you eyes go from one corner, you go around and you start and you start again. And then you go around and around and then it's like in the center you have like colorful stuff so you're just like okay so I want to f- concentrate so you go your eyes is always playing around mm-hmm. so just go around and around or go in center go around it's always like it's, it's a pattern
0: keeping it visually interesting
1: yeah so I don't want to do too much yeah and then you get your head so busy and then and then you're like oh my god I need to walk away I want to to do a lot a lot and rest your eyes and then do blah blah, blah blah, and then rest of your life. <laughs> I mean, your eyes is not life.
0: <laughs> now, in your website, you mentioned that you go into another dimension when you when you when
1: you work. Uh-huh. Can you emphasize on that? Well, when I when I do art in general, I don't know if that happens to you. When when you do writing, hmm. don't you kind of go? You play the role, right? You do writing. For example, you write a. Uh, a, f- a fiction, you know, um, a horror horror fiction uh, movie, right? So you're writing, right? You are in the movie. You feel like you are in the movie. You're writing, right? You're like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I kill this guy. And you feel like you're with a knife. You're killing it. And it's just like, blowers coming. And it's like, he's in the floor dead. The same thing. That's what I feel. I'm not sure it does the same. but The same thing. When I, when I'm working on my piece of art, I can see it already and I'm going to another dimension. I can see, I can see it, how it's going to be there. I can see how it's going to turn out. I can see the public. I can see the people around looking at it. You know, I can see the vision. And also when I go to uh, to that creating mode, I think I feel like I'm in a bubble. So I feel like I'm in a bubble. I don't hear anything. I don't see anything. And I just go whatever take me. It's just, just detached from anything and everything
0: yeah I really it's like it seems like you can visually direct yeah. this the space yeah this visual space yeah. and, and and you kind of n- almost tunnel vision yeah. and you just concentrate like that yeah because when I write it's something similar you know some, some writers say i yeah, like I'm the actors like, I don't for me I, I feel like I'm already directing this film already yeah. yeah. so I write in that style yeah but like sometimes I know what's going to happen. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes yeah. it's like, hey, this feels right in the moment. Yeah. Feels right for this character to do this at this moment. You yeah. You know, just come spontaneous. Sometimes it's not, you know, sometimes it's already planned. Is that, is that kind of what you were going for?
1: Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But when I go to, like we say, when, when I go to the dimension, it just, that dimension is took me to creating dimensions. Like, there is people around, but because I'm in dimension, like, I can, it can be people around me and I just go. I just go, I'm not present. I just go to somewhere else. And that's what I say about uh, going to another dimension. It's just, you just go, you just let yourself go and just create it. And you like, sometimes it happened to me. Sometimes I'm just creating something I'm doing and I'm painting, I do the sculpture, whatever, right? And I'm in the moment and I feel it and I don't see anything, I don't hear anything. I just doing it, right? And I just stand, stand back, and then you look at the piece and it's like, whoa, who did that? And I feel like somebody else did it. Interesting. Like I, I, I didn't do it. What the hell? And Almost just, as if you're possessed. Like somebody's coming. It's weird. Somebody's coming to me and it's like forcing me to do this. And my hand is like, boom, 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 boom. and it's like, and I just like, okay, and then just step back and I was like, whoa, what the hell is that? that's pretty amazing <laughs>
0: fascinating so it's like you blank out yeah and it's like totally. oh okay. and before you know it there's, there's an art piece in front. do you find that in other things in your life like do you ever blank out and be like oh I'm in the kitchen no uh, just that just that, just that. Just okay that.
1: <laughs> just that I. Mean, well, otherwise I will be a, uh, 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 um, a killer and I was like oh I just killed this person I didn't right. know that <laughs> no it's do happened
0: you, do you believe in the concept of, um, of a is uh, it before life or after life
1: I know where you're going, but yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I do.
0: Do, do, do you believe
1: in that? I think uh, cr- call me crazy, whatever. I I I think I open a channel. I open a door, right? Uh-huh. And because it, my brain is open in time and space, you yeah. open a portal. Yeah. And Got then it. something or somebody just come to me and get internal to me. Yeah. And just start working, 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 working. And at the time I I, I wake up from that, I'm like, wow. This is this is not me. This is somebody else did it, but yeah. but I did it. But somebody else like opened the channel, and just come to me or give me the ideas. Oh, I don't know, dude. It's weird. That's what I say. It's not that weird. actually. I go to another dimension. I, I've heard
0: uh, theories like that. Oh, really? Theories of of uh, of our brains being transmitters. Mm. Messages in in the universe. It sounds weird. I get it, but in some ways, it makes kind of sense. It's like when people write music and stuff. They're like, it just comes to me. And it's like, different people have theories of, of, of how our subconscious uh, come up with such imagination. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Because if you think about it, it's it's a pretty magical thing. You know. It is. As much as science says that you're full of uh, uh, electrodes and and organic material and bacteria and 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 neurons. The end of the day, though, you're creating something out of nothing. Yeah, in your mind. You know, this is real. it can touch this. you can touch it, but here we can't. We can't but we yeah. see it. Yeah. And artists, create people, when, like um, they use that visual in their head, and they make something out of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that that's something that to this day they can't explain, and it's something worth thinking about. I think. I know. I, and I think theory uh, some people go aliens some people think of dimensional like you mentioned dimensional species yeah uh, of a sense of maybe there's people there's things entities out there influencing us and we're influencing other ed- ed- entities
1: that we don't know about but we channel like each other's. exactly kind of, yeah.
0: in some ways uh, of,
1: of, of your concept of connection yeah.
0: uh, to human nature yeah
1: it's it's, uh, it's amazing I'm, I'm serious like and I don't talk about it that much because it's, it's weird. It is, it's the sense of nobody understand that. It's like, that's mm-hmm. what I say. The easiest for me to say I'm going to another Dimension because Dimension can be, I go to the, to the artistic mode I go to, but I go really like go to another freaking place that, it, that nobody knows exists. And I go there and I was like, damn, but I'm, like I say, when I finished, I'm like, wow. What the hell is this? <laughs> you still impress yourself, huh? Yeah, the same thing with. Uh, I would say with art installation. I would say with a piece of art, um, piece of sculpture, painting. Just everything. I just go. I go. Put my music on and I'm gone. Mm. Gone, gone, gone. Gone somewhere else. wow Yeah.
0: All right. Next question is: Let's say you see someone that's just starting in art. Let's say you see yourself. 20 years ago what is some advice that you would give that person or yourself
1: just be yourself be yourself don't force it go with the flow just do it do it for your heart do it because you want to do it not because you want to make money or you want to impress somebody impress yourself do it for yourself be selfish
0: yeah it's okay to be selfish be
1: creative yeah be yourself don't don't compromise for anybody and just go with the flow you that's that's i think that's the key for every single everybody not just an artist everybody just go with the flow there is a pattern there is uh the universe give you so much right the universe give you you born you pretty much the universe tell you it's a pattern right you you have a pattern you going, and shit happen, But that, steam ha- that shit happened, that makes you grow more, that make you weaker, and that make you think more, that makes you want that stuff. So a lot of stuff happened to you in the, in the, in the, in the, the path, right? You're walking, and there's a lot of going on. But I think it, it, that thing, it just meant to be there. It's meant to be, it meant to happen to you to go to the next level. It meant to happen to you to go to the next level. So everything happened for a reason. The universe give you so much and that's up to you how much you want it or how much you want it, you want to let it go because it's message, right? So it's a message for you. For example, let's say I was in a magazine, right? And this, my friend called me and they say, hey, I, uh, there is a, there is a this, this company want you to be part of this show, right? If I say no, I never done like the, uh, all the magazines. I never never explored the, the fashion sh- uh, design thing. I would say no, right? So that's university give you that chance to go to the next level It's meant to be. Shit happened for a reason. Mm. So for me, I tell like kids and people start like, not kids, I mean there's people start uh, older, start doing art just go with the flow just get the message message are right there for you take the message take the the like small opportunity they give it to you maybe it's not the right opportunity maybe it is the right opportunity maybe put yourself out put yourself your your art out put your ideas out just go with the flow just go with the flow and trust me when you're with the flow it's more uh shit happen for you Hmm. A lot of great stuff happened for you. Just go, let yourself go, and just be yourself. All right. I, I learned to be, I learned, I learned to be myself.
0: Good. <laughs> I think it's very important. I, I yeah. think it, I, I struggle with it is is liking yourself and and accepting your flaws
1: as well. I um, I I was um, because I use a lot of a, a lot of. I would say like feminine stuff, like for example, I do fashion, right? Like the fashion thing, I, my sculpture sometimes has a lot of feminine stuff, but I use the feminine and masculine at the same times. Before, I was afraid to like feminine stuff, like, like you know, because I was like, ah, people are gonna think that I'm weak, people are gonna think I'm gay, people are gonna think that I was like, I don't want to be, but I, at the same time, I was like, why not? Mm-hmm. Fuck it, I'm doing it for myself. So I start creating feminine, masculine, we are like just let myself go just like If people want to talk about it let them talk about it but i'm going to do what i want to do Mm. so i can say just i just just go with the flow wow yeah great we hit that
0: one hour mark julio you made it (laughs) uh so at this point you could plug in anything you like where can people find your stuff and any upcoming shows you want to reiterate
1: Okay, so right now you can find me as a Tulio Flores uh, on Facebook. Uh, also, I have a page on Facebook, a community page uh, called uh, Tulio Flores as well. And also, you can find me on Instagram as uh, uh, Art by Tulio. Art by Tulio. Uh, and also, we having having one show on April eighteen, called uh, Sacred Heart. Uh, don't miss that one. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be. It's two nights. We have the first night is gonna be a VIP, so it's like, like only by invitation. The second night is for everybody else. Um, where's it at? It's gonna be on call. Uh, the company called ACL Design. Not sure. I don't I remember the address, but called ACL Design mm. Wedding Company. This is it downtown San Jose? It's in downtown San Jose by uh, Orser Supply. I think it's uh accessories. San what? Carlos and Orchard Supply. Yeah, San Carlos, San Carlos and Race Street. Yeah, or? so it's like before the, the bridge. Right, right, right. Uh, actually, I'm thinking of Bird. It's not Bird. It's a. It's a, it's a small street. Maca Boy, Maca Boy, Boy. Okay. Yeah. And then um, I have another show at the Dion Museum. Uh, on April, I think April, five. Not sure. Not sure yet. <laughs> At the Elm Museum in San Francisco, I'm doing a, I'm doing an art installation for them uh, with metal flowers, um, make creating a tree of, of an art installation. So it's going to be inside the Dion Museum. So it's going to be interesting. the Flores, it's been yeah. a pleasure talking to you. Same here.